Hello, everyone. Welcome to the WW3 podcast. My name is Will, and for this podcast, an episode will come out every weekend and will have a different subject. Those subjects will range from my personal life, sports, college, and other topics I feel y'all, the audience, may enjoy. Now, the topic for this episode was actually comes from a Twitter poll that I put up on Twitter, and I, you, it was three options. Uh, there's three options for y'all to vote, and the three options were NFL Mock Draft, Disney, Sony, Spider-Man, My Favorite Concerts. So it so it only got two votes, but it went to My Favorite uh, Concerts. Um, and so that is what this, what this episode is going to be about. So I am ready to go into the details of some of the concerts that I have been to and have really truly enjoyed, um, over my whole lifetime. Um, keep in mind that a lot of these are country artists. Country is my favorite genre of music, but I do listen to others, um, there's one other person. There's only one person on this list that is non-country because it was truly a really, really good concert that I loved that was outside of it, um, that was outside of country music. So let's get right into things and keep in mind this is no in no particular order. Number one doesn't mean it was the best. I will say who was, but um, so we're gonna head right into it. And Luke Bryan, you know Luke Bryan was awesome, man. And Luke Bryan was on my list of people that I want to see in concert. And I do have a list of that. Some people may say this is, uh, you know, this is a little, you know, you know, it's interesting to see, uh, you know, it's, people do have that list and I do. And I, I've thrown people up there. Luke Bryan was up on the top of that list, along with guys like Jason Aldean, which I'll actually get to later, uh, but not what you think. But um, along with that, uh, Dirk Bentley and a couple guys like that. But I saw Luke in Charlottesville, Virginia, and was like, "Okay, let's go." And I went with my mom, and you know, it was it was a really good show. Um, at least, kind of after the first opening act, and this is just my opinion, so don't. Uh, but so the first opening act for for it was um, a thousand a thousand horses, and they have a really like country wise they have a song called Smoke that's really good, but they were more kind of rockish than anything, so they're kind of rock country, and we just didn't we just didn't really like that, and we're just kind of like, eh, you know, but then um, the second opening act was Kip Moore. And I was, a, I, I'm a fan of Kip Moore. He has a lot of good songs, kind of like uh, something like a truck. Hey, hey, pretty girl, the bull, um, uh, plead the fifth. Like a lot of those songs were he performed, and you know it was really cool to hear some about Chuck and Hey Pretty Girl because um, I had heard those kind of early on, and I was like, oh man, these are good songs. And then I get to see him. You know, I wanted to see him as a headliner. Um, at a concert series in Richmond, but I couldn't go to due to, um, you know, due to somewhere I actually had to be. But you know, it was uh, it was still really cool to see him, and he actually did really well. But I want to go into more detail about Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan was so freaking good. You know, it was cool because 
you know, he was, you know, a lot of artists <coughs> name their tours, you know, kind of after albums that they drop and do, do songs that, um, they, from that new album to kind of promote it. And he kind of, he did that. I think it was the, what makes you country tour. And so it was part of his new album. And I was like, okay, I got to listen to a lot of his new album and maybe list, listen to a lot of his others. But he did all, he did songs that everybody knew. So he did stuff like country girl, do I, um, let's, uh, what's, what's, uh, home alone tonight. He did a little snippet of that, which was actually really cool because, you know, he didn't have the girl that he does the, uh, the, the actual song with cause he's a duet between a guy and a girl, you know, but so he did a little snippet of it and had a fan kind of sing, you know, a little bit of the, of the girl's part. And I think the fan actually didn't truly know all the words, which was actually kind of really funny at the same point. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was, that was just kind of, that, that was funny, but he himself is funny in general. Uh, so he kind of, he was making everybody laugh throughout the night when he was talking, but then, um, you know, but what was really cool was hearing some of my favorite songs performed by him live, right? Uh, country girl is probably one of my favorite songs by him. Um, but you know, the funny thing is, you know, there's a song that, you know, my, that my <laughs> dad, I think mom and sister, my family does not like it at all, but I like it. It's called rain is a good thing. And it's just their opinion, but I think it's funny because I like when he started performing the song, I was like, Oh my God, I am so sending this to, to dad, dad and Kate, because they will absolutely hate that he is playing the song. They'll be like, Oh, I don't like it. So I don't like this song, which I think again was kind of hilarious, uh, that he played it. Cause it's not, I, I at least thought it wasn't one of his well-liked or well-known songs, but he played it to where I, I was satisfied but th- that just kind of made me laugh a little bit within that. But he he did really he did really good because you know he I don't think he's necessarily I mean he, he's a guy that kind of is aware of what he can do um, and really takes advantage to that. And it's funny because you know I I've watched some stuff from what he's done in past concerts on YouTube now after seeing him and. He can, he can, he has a range. He actually kind of does, um, because he can hit those kind of. Because I was watching a video on YouTube. He did a at one of his concerts. He had Dustin Lynch, Randy Hauser, and Thomas Rhett, um, who I'll get to one of those guys later. Um, but he did a cover of "Sugar" by Maroon Five, and he was hitting a, a lot of those really high notes, uh, pretty damn well. But, um, you know, he can, he can still belt it, you know, with his normal songs, which are, which are really cool. And he has a lot of slow songs that are good. He has a lot of fast songs that are good. So there's not like one particular speed that you're going to be looking for, but I really, I really enjoyed Luke Bryan and he was a guy that I've always really wanted to see. And I'm glad I've seen him now. So next one on the list, Old Dominion. And I love Old Dominion. And I was obsessed with them already at this point. You know, uh, them and Chase Rice are my two favorite country artists. And uh, they're my top two. And so 
um, when it came to seeing them, I was like, let's go. Um, and I like them for a lot of reasons. Number one, the music is really good, right? Uh, num- and um, number two, they there's um, there's other reasons, but I'll get to them of why that was in the concert, more concert-wise. But number two, um, three guys in the band are from JMU. I'm like, JMU represent, let's go. And then there's another guy that went to, I believe, VCU. Um, so Virginia represent. So it, it was pretty cool to kind of see these guys and be like, oh, yeah, Virginia represent, let's go. Um, uh, but they were so good. You see them in concert. They just killed it, man. One of my favorite parts of their show was that they did a cover of John Cougar Mellencamp's Pink Houses. And they absolutely destroyed it. Like, destroy in a good way. Like, it was so good. It made me listen to Pink Houses for probably two months straight and be like, right? Like, going crazy on that song. Uh, But they themselves have so many good songs. Like, you could not, like... Like it's just so impressive. They dropped a new album earlier this year um, that was really good, and I was like, "Dang!" Like how they because there's there's a couple songs that I'm a little iffy about, but I'm it's not like I don't hate the song, right? But they have a lot of really good stuff anyway. A lot of it's really catchy. So when it came to uh, seeing them in concert and them performing it, it was awesome. Um, at that point. No Such Thing as a Broken Heart was kind of, was newish. Uh, actually, I think it was really new. And uh, they performed it, so it was kind of cool hearing them do a new song of theirs. But then also, you know, one of the first songs that I heard that heard from them on the radio was Break Up With Him. And I was like, okay, I like this song. And then, you know, they performed it. It was really cool to be like, this is the first song I heard them. And of course, you know, I... The way that I do it when I go to a concert is I tr- I listen to whoever I'm seeing for months on months on months on months, right? If I know in advance. So if I get something for Christmas and I'm not seeing him till maybe February or March, I listen all of December, all of January, most of February, go to see him go- or her, and then go... Uh, and then again, after listen to for, to them for another maybe two or three months, and then go just straight up country music. Um, but um, I listened to Old Dominion for so long, and it was crazy. But they have so many good stuff, and they just they just killed it. They're talented musicians, talented singers, talented songwriters, and it was absolutely amazing to see these guys in concert. And these were at the point they were my number one people to kind of hope and see in concert. The next one, number three, was another headliner, a part of kind of this concert series that Old Dominion was a part of, and this was Darius Rucker, and Darius is so good, and I love him, and he has a lot of good, he has a lot of good songs, but if you think of Darius Rucker, unlike Old Dominion and Luke Bryan kind of have a mix. Darius Rucker is just a little bit of a slow, slower kind of feel, right? He kind of has that slowed down kind of. He doesn't have like the, um, like he's kind of. If you go based off of a Luke Bryan or a Old Dominion song to kind of compare his pit to compare Darius Rucker, it's kind of Darius Rucker. I feel it was more like break up with him kind of style, like a little bit slower but still upbeat, right? So, you know, you think about that, you got all right. 
Um, you got uh, history in the making. Well, history in the making's a lot slower. Well, you know, a lot more. Right, but um, but all right is kind of that pace, and then you hear, um, you know, a, a, you know, a lot of those other songs, um, won't be like this for long. Don't think I don't think about it. It's kind of they're all kind of the same pace. Um, he does have a couple of really a, a, a very few that I that I know of that are really like I think it's radio and um. Radio is kind of one of those, like, you know, really kind of, like, pounding kind of songs that he has. But it's still not the most, like, you know, head-banging music. Uh, but he's still really good. Um, and so it was kind of cool because his version of Wagon Wheel, because I, I originally did not know it was a cover of another song. But, um, you know, but hearing Wagon Wheel and All Right was really cool because those are were kind of because All Right was one of the first songs I heard from him solo wise. You, you know, and it's like, man, Darius is actually really good. Cause I had heard of Hootie and the Blowfish, but I kind of recognized some of their songs, didn't really know the lyrics, but kind of went back and listened to some of them. So like Time, um <laughs> Hold My Hand was another one. Um and I know he I think he performed some of them, Let Her Cry, Only Want to Be With You. I think he performed a good amount of those. I don't think he performed all of them, but I think he performed a good amount of those. Um, but, you know, but he's just so good. And, you know, he's he's also kind of a really personable person. You can feel like it. Um, but I think, you know, he he's up there. It, he's, I wouldn't, like, Old Dominion is definitely my favorite of all time. Darius, due to like a lot of the star power too, I think Darius gets lost in the shuffle. But uh, I think it's, uh, I still think Darius is really good, and I, that's a guy that I would recommend people to see along with Old Dominion and Luke Bryan. So number four, and like I said again, no, in no particular order, is my boy, my favorite, one of my favorites, Chase Rice. Um, I'm not going to get into why I like him so much, but, um, you, you can ask my parents, you can ask my sister of why I like, like him so much. Well, here, I'll do short stories short. He was on one of my favorite shows, Survivor, which I talked about in a previous episode. He debuted a song on their reunion show, which they usually have after the finale. And I was like, okay, let me check him out. And boom, you know, kind of loved, loved the stuff that he did immediately. Um, I heard gonna want it tonight, you know, ready, set, roll. And was like, he's good. I like what he does. Um, so it, um, it really, it's really kind of, that's what really got me to really like him. And one other snippet about why I like him. He played, he played football and it, and he played at UNC and, you know, he ended up playing, because I remember Jamie has played UNC in football in years past, and he was actually a part of one of the UNC teams that played JMU. Um, but I, I just thought it, it doesn't really make him – it likes, makes me like him, but, you know, it's just like it, it's a cool kind of connection to it. But either way, um, but I've seen Chase twice. And the first time I saw him, I had no idea because me and my family um, were going to see Kenny Chesney in Raleigh. And 
and we've seen I've seen Kenny Chesney a couple of times, and I'll get to that later. But you know, I had no idea who the um, opening acts were supposed to be. And I was like, Do you guys know who's like? I asked my mom and I asked my dad. I was like, Do you guys know who's supposed to be opening for Kenny? He's they're like, No. I'm like, Okay. I'm looking it up. And I was like, I can't find anything. And then Chase Rice comes out, and I'm like, Let's go. Uh, and so it's kind of really cool to kind of hear the songs that I'd originally heard from because um, I was like, let's go. All right. And then, you know, I was like, okay, sweet. I hope he comes. And I was like, I hope he comes to Richmond. You know, it would be really cool to kind of see him as a headliner. Um, and I think that was maybe freshman or sophomore year that that, that happened. Maybe junior year. But... um because I remember getting a shirt from the Kenny Chesney concert and I wanted to wear it, but then I had to cover up a logo because I was still in high school because uh, it, it had like a like a beer company thing. It was like Miller or Corona, so I had to cover it up um, to wear it there, to wear it to school. But, um, but then, you know, he ended, up, he ended up being a headliner at a concert series in Richmond. And I was like, oh! I am going to see him. Let's freaking go. Um, I was like, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to see my, my favorite country artist, Chase Rice in concert. Let's go. He's a headliner. And at that point I'd known a lot more of his songs. And I was like, this is, this is awesome. And I, I really, really liked it. And it was so, it was so cool because he was, and he still is my favorite country artist. And, I'm just going to say, well, I'll get into this after I say this, but he's just really good, you know, hearing those, you know, ready, set, roll, you know, uh, you know, going to want tonight and and a little bit more um, like how she rolls and a lot of those kind of songs was really, really cool. And now he's released a lot more stuff. um, And I'm like, man, I I really want to see him again because I want to hear this newer stuff kind of live. And I'm just going to come out and say this. I wasn't a big fan of what happened in that, in the show. Uh, is it the bachelor? I had no idea that it happened until my sister told me all about the situation. I was not a big fan of it. Move on. Let's go. Um, so the fifth one on here and funny story about this one is that it is Jake Owen and Jake Owen so my, let's see, I saw him, whenever I saw Tom, so that would have been, let's see, my, I think my senior year in high school, I think I saw him junior, senior, and then freshman year of college. I think that's what it was um, because I, I saw him three years in a row. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, junior year because of when I saw uh, Kenny Chesney because he opened for Kenny with with uh, with Chase Rice. He was the second opening act. I was like, okay. You know, um, I think at that point Beachin was out and um, – It be, yeah, like the song Beach In was out and, and uh, you know, 
Barefoot Blue Jean Knight. So it was kind of cool to hear those the first time around, just him as an opener. Second time I see him, the same place I saw uh, Chase Rice, you know, separately, but in, um, but it was really cool. That was actually kind of a cool, cool concert because that was kind of my first little exposure to a little bit of Maddie and Tay live. Maddie and Tay were, they were pretty good. They were, they were good. Um, but at that point they hadn't released a lot of like a, a lot of stuff, but Jake Owen was really good. And, you know, I think at that point he had American country love song and, um, th- that kind of stuff out. Uh, it, if he doesn't love you, um, only midnight. So that new album had just dropped. And then the next year I saw him at the same spot where I saw Darius Rucker and old Dominion. And I think it was about the same, same kind of music there. Um, so, uh, I, I think it was the same stuff. He really hadn't dropped anything new. And what was really cool, I think it was, uh, the June junior year and senior year he had done like he had done barefoot blue Jean night kind of into the fresh Prince theme. And it was so cool. And I was like, I hope he does it. You know, when I saw him the third time and he didn't, but I saw him three years in a row, and sometimes when you see something three years in a row or go something through, go to something three times in a row, um, like in a week, it's like, ugh, you know, like boring. Like I can't take it anymore. But this was like, I really enjoyed seeing him three years in a row because, you know, he had, you know, there's that he he just has this energy, and there's something just about going to a Jay Owen concert that makes it so much fun. You know, he kind of has those. Be, you know, beach kind of vibes, you know, like, let's go, you know, there's some people that are just like, that have that country vibes. Jake Owen, whenever I see him, it's just kind of like that laid back and, um, you know, hanging out, you know, with your buddies, like, you know, just giving you that kind of vacation kind of feel. And I think that's what's really cool about him. I think... I think the first time I saw him, he was barefoot. But then I think the, which was kind of weird. I think Jimmy Buffett does that too. I don't think he does it anymore. Jake Owen does, but I think he was the first time. I just kind of find that weird. Either way, moving on to the next one, uh, which would be number six, Kenny Chesney. I've seen Kenny multiple times. Um, I think more than Jake Owen. Um, I've seen him in a lot of different places in the state of Virginia and, um, I saw him in North Carolina. And so I've, Kenny, Kenny's really good because I, I grew up listening to Kenny Chesney. My whole family loves Kenny Chesney. He has a lot of good stuff. So like whenever I went and heard him do stuff like summertime or young or especially young, cause when I was younger, I used to sing the lyrics um, wrong, uh, but, and I learned that not, but probably a couple years ago, uh, but, um, I really grew up listening to him, so it's so cool listening to that stuff, Beer in Mexico, one of my favorite Kenny songs, um, another one of my favorite songs by him, uh, Wild Ride, or Living in Fast, Living in Fast Forward, um, was one that I really liked, and still like, and actually, funny story about that song. Universal Studios has a ride called Rip Ride and Rocket. You get to choose, like, you're kind of, you kind of make a music video as you're on the ride. 
um, it's a, it's a roller coaster, but you get to listen to the to the song, but there's also a camera recording you. So it's kind of a music video, and I chose that song. It was available, so I chose Living in Fast Forward. Um, but um, just he has so many good stuff, and he has such this. He puts on a great show every time, and you can say you can see that he's having fun. And you know, back where I come from is always a good one to hear. It's really cool. Um, to is because that one's like for him. It's saying going back to, you know, back in I think Tennessee. But you know, when you hear it, it's kind of like being back in home. You know, being from, you know, Harrisonburg, going to Richmond or whatever. You know, think about that song kind of that way. But uh, Kenny, Kenny is really good. I've like I said, I've seen him multiple times. I don't. The only time I, I the only two times I remember. His opening acts were Jake Owen, Chase Rice, and I think the other one was Pat Green Band and Gretchen Wilson, and that was a long time ago. I think I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. Sorry, had to take advantage of of that little snippet. Number uh, number seven. So the next one I saw was Thomas Rhett. Now, interesting story about this one. So Thomas Rhett, uh, this was the summer that he had just blown up. Vacation had just come out. Die Happy Man came out that year too. And it was like he at that point people knew he was gonna be a star. So this is before Look What God Gave Her, uh, Marry Me, all that kind of stuff. But like I said, Vacation had just come out. And so this is like, ooh, I really want to see him. And tickets were being sold left and right. And this was the same place I saw Chase Rice as a headliner and Jay Gowen as a headliner once. And the funny story is that Thomas Rhett was the day after Jake Owen went on. So Thomas Rhett had like th- three or four opening acts. It was cool because the first one was actually, it was a battle of the bands and somebody from my high school won, um, an individual. And then I think it was a group of women. I think, it, I think, I don't remember who they were called, but then uh, they were fine. But then it was supposed to be Brett Young opening for for Thomas Rhett. Brett Young was supposed to open for Thomas Rhett, and he he really hadn't been like a big thing yet. But uh, he, unfortunately, Brett Young got rained out, but Thomas Rhett still went on. So we got to hear Thomas Rhett, and it was like, well, technically, Brett Young got stormed out, but Thomas Rhett came on, and we're like, let's freaking go. And it was so crowded. And like I said, tickets were being sold left and right to this thing. And it was, like, definitely up to capacity. And that was the first time I met one of uh, my sister's husband's friends. Um, But it was really really cool to kind of be at the – to see Thomas Rhett kind of where he – as soon as he kind of blew up. Because uh, there's – now he's never going to go back because he's too big. He's going to be, like, in, in Virginia, if you're looking at places, he's probably going to be, like, Virginia Beach, Charlottesville, maybe Richmond, um, but at, more so kind of those indoors, you know, places like like John Paul Jones in Charlottesville or, like, um, uh, like, in Virginia Beach, I think it's the Amphitheater where you have a section inside and you have a section outside, so... Um, he's probably going to be in more of those places. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult to find him in concert, but it was cool to see him at the most opportune time uh, because now he's this huge country megastar. Uh, but he was really good hearing 
you know, vacation, die a happy man. And, um, it goes like this and kind of being like, cause I remember hearing that song live and I was like, Oh, you know, I, I said, instead of, Oh crap, I said something else, but I was like, I've heard this song before. I had no idea this was Thomas Rhett. I had known that song and I was like, damn, like I was really impressed. I was like, I can't believe it. Um, the next one is Chris Young. And this is the most recent one that I've been to. Right. Um, Chris Young, I've, I saw as a headliner, same spot where I saw Thomas Rhett, right? Not the same year. I went the year my sister got married. We went to, and we went essentially a couple days after coming back from Nashville, Tennessee. So after seeing a lot of, and listening to and seeing a lot of country music, we went to see a country music artist in Virginia, in Richmond. Um, but, um, it was cool just to kind of see, to see him. Cause there was a lot of stuff I liked at that point. I think raised, raised on country had just come out. No, that's not right. It was, um, raised on country was just, I think a little bit after that. And so let's see the one that came out like around that point was hanging on, hanging on and losing sleep were the two songs that had just come out at that point. It was really cool because, you know, um, when we went to Nashville, you know, my sister would go up to some of the bands that you know, were taking requests. She would ask, do you guys know any Chase Rice stuff? Because I'm a huge Chase Rice fan, like I said. And they said, no, we don't. And she goes, Chris Young? They're like, yeah. And so they would play the song, Getting You Home. If you know that song, it's kind of weird to hear that. Well, well the, she, obviously my sister didn't request that specific song, but they said, she said, do you know any Chris Young? And, you know, they, they play that song. But, um, so I heard that, all, like, all pretty much throughout Nashville, you know. And then kind of went to um, went to the concert and heard him do that. And it was it was really cool because he, he he's, a, I feel like he's a little bit different because, um, he wasn't necessarily like, cause a lot of those guys, Luke Bryant, he was around dancing. Old Dominion was like banging their head. Like he, there, he was a little bit like Darius Rucker, just kind of chill, just, you know, chase rice. You know, he, he walks around stage like banging, you know, like bobbing his head, like, yeah, you know, let's go. Jake Owen, same kind of thing. Kenny Chesney dances around all the time. Thomas Rhett did. Chris Young was just kind of like, you know, kind of at the stand, but still rocked it. He was still really good. You know, and to hear those, and I think the other one, you know, Who I Am With You is another one that was really cool to hear. Uh, Save Water, Drink Beer. By the way, really good song by him. I I recommend a lot of people to listen to that, Save Water, Drink Beer, Chris Young, because it's kind of a funny song. Um, Tomorrow is also a really good one. But he was just, it was... It was really cool to see him because he um, he had just released, like I said, Hanging On and Losing Sleep, so he was kind of picking up, you know, track again. And, you know, he, he, I feel like, and because this is my opinion on Chris Young, I feel like he kind of gets lost in the shuffle with a lot of those big guys. You know, there's uh, Jake Owen. I, I don't necessarily think he's up there, but I think he, he does get lost in the shuffle, you know, with Jake Owen and Thomas Rhett. I think Chris Young is probably one of the most like 
is one of my favorites besides Chase and all the minion, um, along with Kenny too. But I just feel like Chris Young, for some reason, is just underrated. You know, he is so much better. I mean, I'm not saying people are saying he is bad, but he's so much better than people like think he is. Like he has so many good songs, and you compare him to uh, artists now, and I'm like, how do people not talk about him more than? You know, some of these other guys. Now, I get Thomas Rhett puts out a lot of great stuff, but, like, Luke Bryan puts out a lot of, like, iffy kind of stuff, like knocking boots. But Chris Young, I feel like, always has good after good, like, because um, Sober Saturday Night, another Sober Saturday Night, is another really good one by him, and I think that kind of puts him under it puts him under the radar that he has, like, a lot of these good slowish kind of songs. Um, but that's, again, that's just my opinion on Chris Young. Next one is Zach Brown, and this one was a whole lot of fun because I went with my family. Um, I think it was my uncle, and then um, uh, uh, my, f- you know, my parents' friends that I knew that that I really liked too. So, and believe it or not, I think it was a. We went on like it was like a Valentine's Day present or something like that. It was something like that. It was something along the lines of that. Um, so it, it was about the time I, I'm recording it now. I'm recording it on Valentine's Day, this episode. But we went to see Zach Brown Band, and it was so good. This was, um, and this is before you had anything like uh, um, some of the newer stuff like Roots or My Old Man. So it was more like chicken fried and um, sick them on a chicken, uh, whatever it is, toes, Highway 20 ride, like all that kind of stuff. You know, we didn't have the, uh, like I said, that that newer stuff, um, which was a uh, kind of which was kind of interesting to say the least. But I really liked, uh, and the cool thing was like I I when I was listening to a lot of their stuff, I listened to their they because they covered a devil went devil went down to Georgia in one of their concerts, and they put that album of like that live album. Um, out and they put that out and I was like, oh man, I love this version of the song. And, you know, I was like, dad, do you think they'll play? Um, cause I think it might've been in high school or no, I think it was in middle school, but either way I was like, dad, do you think they'll play, uh, devil went down to Georgia? And he's like, probably not, you know? And I was like, man, you know, I'd love to. And then all of a sudden you hear with the crack of his whipping tail, the beast was done. Didn't and I'm, I turned it. My dad, I'm like, let's go. You said they probably wouldn't, and they are. Let's go. I was going freaking crazy because I loved the, their version. Like, don't get me wrong, the the original was good, but for some reason, I think a lot of some of these modern versions of the song are just a little bit better. Or I'm not saying they're much better. They're just a little bit better. I think Zach Brown bands fiddleist fiddler or whatever violinist um you know uh did really well in that for that song and and that's what really kind of put me on this is a great song i love their version um but i think um but that that was just such a that was such a good concert and i would love to see them again kind of minus apparently what zach brown has done with his solo stuff. Um, but then the, the last country artist I'm throwing on here is Brett Eldridge. And this is a guy that 
I really like. And this is, I feel like this is another guy to me a lot like Chris Young that kind of goes under the radar. Um, because he has a, a lot of good stuff and, you know, he, he did a lot of that good stuff in, you know, in concert, he released a couple new stuff that's now big, you know, in, uh, in, you know, n- now at this moment, uh, so, uh, I think it, he was just really good. So, um, but some of the stuff that I really liked hearing from him, and I don't necessarily remember who opened for him. I don't remember who opened for Zach Brown, but, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think, uh, I think he did, he, something I'm good at came out. He, something I'm good at when I saw him, like that was one of the songs one of the newer songs that had come out, and I love that song. Um, let's see. Uh, Beat of the Music, another really good one by him. Mean to Me, um, Just a Taste, a, a couple of the really good ones that I've seen and uh, uh, that I heard from him. And it was really cool because you don't expect, because Brett Young, uh, not Brett Young, my bad, uh, Brett Eldridge is this kind of guy that... Um, um, He's this tall, white guy, really kind of interesting sound sounding voice. You know, he, he does a lot of good country stuff. Middle of the concert, he comes out and just starts doing, he doesn't do the whole thing, but, you know, he does a little bit of um, Gold Digger. And I'm like, what? Where is this coming from? But it was awesome because, like, you know, obviously that song's explicit and he went away from that explicit kind of stuff, but he was like, he did a little bit of that. I'm like, dang, this is impressive. Um, and he, he put on a really good show and, um, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that he, that a lot of the songs that he has had, like, uh, want to be that song and uh, probably my favorite by him. Um, and a couple others were written by a guy named Ross Copperman who, who went to JMU, so that makes me like Brett a little bit more. But, you know, Brett puts out a lot of really good stuff. He debuted, I think, um, the, uh, let's see. The, yeah, I think he did Castaway, his song Castaway. He did that at the concert, but it really, truly hadn't been released yet. So he, I, I think he did that, and then maybe a, uh, maybe Superhero, I think he did. But I'm not completely positive he did debut maybe one or two songs off of that album that had those two so uh but that was a really good concert and i i, I just i th- i thought he knocked it out of the park but let's get to that final one and this is the uh one that isn't country um and that is bruno mars and seeing bruno mars in concert was just absolutely freaking amazing Reason being is because at this point, a lot of the songs that had come out were Locked Out of Heaven. Um, <laughs> Locked Out of Heaven, I think, had just kind of come out. Uh, let's see. Where am I? Right. Uh, I think Locked Out of Heaven, uh, along with Runaway Baby. Yeah, I think in uh, Marry You, I think were probably his top three songs at that point. Um, but, um, 
it was int- I, I loved it. He killed it because you know it's freaking Bruno Mars, you know, and uh, it was cool because the thing one of the coolest things that about Bruno Mars is that he has this really high energy when he performs, and the coolest thing is, and I was obsessed with trying to do this after the concert. He did the song um, "Runaway Baby." And one of his one of his things that he did, and he did this in the Super Bowl Super Bowl halftime when he did that. There's a little break in the song. It's shorter, like in the recording on Spotify. But in concert, he, he and his band, the Hooligans, take a little bit of a break and do like this little train thing and like move their arms and feet and like there's this little beat and they go. And so he comes back up, you know. He comes back up to the mic and they. He does another chorus or like he sings a little bit, then he goes back. But the best thing is, you know, because they, he does a little thing where he comes up to Mike and goes, a little bit softer now, a little bit softer now. So he does that. And then he comes back up and goes, you know, a little bit louder now, a little bit louder now. And then he does um, a dance move. I think Michael Jackson and who is it? Uh, Michael Jackson and one other um, really famous artist kind of did this move where they can move their feet like really quickly, but they're just kind of like shuffling. I can't remember who the other artist is for some reason, but he can do that so freaking well. I tried to do that all the freaking time when I found the right kind of floor. And I was like, I was so obsessed with trying to do it. And then I eventually gave up because I just couldn't. Either way, he is such a good dancer, and he can do all that. And it was really cool because some of the stuff he did, he did, um, like, he put uh, a couple songs together. I think he did um, It Will Rain into uh, If I Knew, and then that went into Runaway Baby. So a lot of those songs kind of flowed together really well, and it was really cool. And that opened me to a song called Gorillas, which I love. But there, you know, the one about him is good. But there's just there's a version of it that probably not a, not a lot of people want to listen to because it's an it's a it's an explicit song. It it's the the, the version I listen to is actually really explicit, um, and I don't. So I would not necessarily recommend everybody to listen to this. But it has Pharrell, and I think it's R. Kelly too that's in it. But it's so, like, I like it just because it's a great song, not because of how explicit it is. And I love the difference between the Pharrell and Bruno in it. But, you know, when he did it in concert, obviously it was just him. Um, So, you know, Bruno was just really good. I wish I could see him again because now there's 24 Karat Magic. That's what I like. You know, those two songs I really enjoy by him and be cool to see him one more time in concert. Now, before we wrap this up, I do want to cover a couple artists that I've, a couple things. I want to talk about a couple artists that I have that, you know, I want to see. But I do want to address this. This is coming, I'm recording this February 14th. Valentine's Day. I'm releasing this as you're listening to it now, the Saturday after. So, with that being said, there's some, there's a guy on this list that will pr- that I will probably throw on 
after the concert next fr- like that Friday, and it's Jason Aldean. I'm seeing Jason Aldean and Morgan Wallen next Friday in Charlottesville, and I can't wait to see them. They'll eventually probably be on that list. Both of them will be. Uh, I like a lot. I like a lot of Morgan Wallen stuff, and I like a lot of Jason Aldean stuff. Um, so just kind of addressing that, and, and actually, fun fact: one of the songs that I'm listening to by that I love by Morgan Wallen is called "Cover Me Up," but it's not his song. It's a cover of a of a Jason Isbell song, uh, "Cover Me Up." So really good song. I encourage you to listen to Morgan Wallen's version of it along with Jason Isbell. I listened to a little bit of Jason Isbell's. wasn't as much as a fan of Morgan Wallen's just because I think I'm more of a country fan and I think Isbell has more of a folkish kind of vibe to it. But um, either way, again, that's just my opinion. But then, um, you know, the other thing I, I do want to address is this. Notice how a lot of them are male singers, right? This was not intentional. There are a lot of female singers I want to see and concert. I just haven't seen a lot of them. Now keep it, I've seen Carly Pierce as an opening act, and that's the other thing. A lot of these, a lot of the females that I have seen are opening acts. So they're not necessarily getting their due, due diligence. So just to address this with people saying, why not any? I haven't seen a lot of them as headliners. But I would love to see people like a couple, like Lauren Elena. I think Miranda Lambert would be pretty cool to see. Uh, Carrie Underwood would be pretty cool to see. I just want to throw this out there because I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. But throwing that out there, I'd love to see them, but just haven't been able to see them. Right? So this is just what I've seen. And like I said, not a lot of opening acts get their due diligence. Because sometimes there are people that are just strict opening acts. They don't necessarily have headliners. Because not, not everybody makes it big in the music industry. So, that with that being said, I'm going to wrap it up here and say who... And I'm going to ask y'all, who, who has been your favorite concert to see? Whether it's been country or not. This, who... Who is it? Please comment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram uh, on who it is. And um, goodbye. Adios. However you say goodbye. Have a good weekend.